Hey DCC, good morning. Um, this is Nan Scott again. And I just wanted to kind of bring to light something that I'm not sure if we all seen go down. Um, I'm calling this Unmasked, um, the enemy's plot to silence you. I do have some notes, so I just wanna make sure I don't miss any important facts that I wanted to bring out in this. Um, Jesus told Nicodemus in John, he said Nicodemus just, just couldn't quite grasp the spiritual aspect of being born again. He said, I don't get it. How can I go back in my mother's womb? But Nicodemus was looking at things from a natural point of view rather than the spiritual point of view. And the two kind of correlate because, you know, we live here in a body, but really we are spiritual beings in a body. And when we leave this earth um, and we lay our body down, um, our spirit... Our, our body goes back to the ground and it's resurrected later. We, that's a whole nother story. But anyway, um, the spirit man is, is a separate realm. So there's two things correlating. So anytime things happen on the earth, a lot of times we need to look at what's happening in the natural, but also what could be happening in the spirit realm to really understand it. And the mask was one really big one. Um, in September of each year, the Jewish calendar changes. Um, just like ours changes in January, there's changes in September. Every year when the Jewish calendar changes, the letters and the numerals correlate to a picture in the Hebrew text. Most of the Hebrew originals was pictographs. And in 2019, when the switching of the U year from 2019 to 2020, several months before COVID, the pictograph for that coming year, for the year of 2020, one of the symbols was the picture of a mouth. And it symbolized um, the opening of our mouths wide or to speak the oracles of God or to shut up and don't say anything. It was the season of the mouth that we were being released to speak. And it's interesting. As soon as the pandemic hit and as long as it was winding down and even afterwards, the face covering mandate stayed in effect. Even though, now if you go research the CDC's website, their own research, they published it, that said face coverings had little to no effect in slowing the spread of the pandemic. Now, I am not gonna debate masks, good, bad, or otherwise. That's not my point. I'm not advocating for them or against them. It is what it is. But what I wanna discuss is how it affected your voice, how it took your voice, which had been stilled or silenced by covering your face. In 2019, we seen the church begin to rise up along denominational lines and walk in unity. They were moving towards the Joel chapter two prophecy and becoming a mighty force in the end times. When the calendar revealed the Hebrew letter pay or its mouth, it was evident that our voice was going to get stronger. But instead, March 2020, it was all but silenced in the church and in the world. Silenced. Churches were shut down. Worship became illegal in some areas. And the old song, The Sound of Silence by Simon Garfunkel, it began healing, feeling the heads. I mean, I don't care how many people I talked to that were hearing that song in their mind, The Sound of Silence. Check out the lyrics. It's interesting. So in the book of Acts, let's just correlate this, and then I'm going to ask a few questions. 
In the book of Acts, the same thing happened to them over and over. The leaders of that day tried to silence the apostles from speaking their testimony of Jesus, what they seen, what they heard. But they weren't deterred. Have we been? That's what I want to know. Have we been? Are we willing to open up our mouths and defend our biblical worldviews? That's a big question. Will you? In Revelation 12, it says, And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. The blood of the Lamb was the answer to the pandemic. But instead, we were silenced. The word of our testimony is still the answer today, and still so many remain silenced. Now, I'm just throwing this out there for you to consider. I can't bring this all together nicely in less than 10 minutes, but I can make a point. The first podcast thinger that I did last week, I asked for comments. Something simple as a comment, but you know, a comment is voicing. It's, it's, it's saying, let's talk about this. Let's express how you feel. Let's talk about the scriptures and go look at the comments. Really? I mean, and you know, I thought about Lisa's message Sunday morning. In the end, she closed with something that happened to her at Taco Bell and how this lady was having an episode. And Lisa reached out, put her arm around her and began praying for her. Lisa's voice was expressed. Her testimony of what she believes and what she stands for, she was willing to express. But how many other people, and, and I guess this is just where we each, every one of us examine ourselves. If you were in that place and if you were in Taco Bell and that was happening, what would you do? Would you be willing to express your biblical worldview to her by praying for her and comforting that woman or not? I mean, if you look at the Sunday morning pastoral team, I guess I'd like to just skip over to that. They work all week, diligently. They pour their house out on Sunday for our messages and do we comment on their messages? I mean, do, do we literally go out? Because commenting on their messages helps share their message, which their messages need to be shared with so many people. If we comment on them, it raises the rankings. Now, I'm not saying social media is the answer to everything, but it is an avenue that God is using to preach the gospel. I mean, I don't know how many people that I've interacted with and talked to on there and then later ended up meeting with or private messaging or whatever to talk further about what we were discussing. And yeah, there's a lot of negative out there. I get that. People are going to do that. They're going to negative comment and actually I ignore them. Um, but does anyone share what they preach on Sunday mornings? And do you comment on it? And, and do you say, man, this was really good. And when you were preaching this, I thought about this or this happened in my life. I mean, Jeremiah in chapter 20 of Jeremiah, Jeremiah said, his word was in my heart as a burning fire that was shut up in my bones. He had to speak what God was showing him because it was literally consuming him. I think he was the first burning man or something. I don't know. And what was Peter and John's response in the book of Acts when they tried to silence him? They said, and let's pray it this way, because we need to open our mouths in every aspect Everywhere we go, everything we do, including our social media, we spend so much time there. Why not, why not spread the gospel through that media? And comments can be spread faster than the original message. So let's pray into this. 
Oh, Lord, my God, my Father, it is you who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that's in them. And Lord, Peter and John said the threats over them, and I say now the threats of the face coverings are gone. I implant a release and a freedom in the hearts of everyone who's listening to me that their mouths will speak the word with confidence. No longer will the enemy be covering their face and, and closing off their words. They will speak words freely, Lord. I declare it, that they will speak words freely. They will see signs and wonders as a result, that captives will be set free, and your word will go out with extreme boldness in Jesus' mighty name. So now what are we going to do? Here we are. We're at the end of this. You just listened to my opinion. Take your mask off. Go on down in the comments down below here and express what you think. What do you see? What's happening out there? Is there other scriptures I missed that would go along with this? I'd love to hear about them. Or maybe you want to talk about the ones I mentioned. Let's do it. Let's get out there. Let's take that mask off. Let's not let the enemy close our mouth off anymore. And let's preach Jesus.